Sorry about the lateness of the thing. A bunch of stuff happened, but we'll be getting down about normal, so that should be okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chaos Everywhere. I'm your host, Jaffa Gilchrist. That guy over there, who's probably a little grumpy with me for being late, is our device. Just a little grumpy. <laughs> Sorry. I had some stuff I had to do outside of the house, which is what, part of what made us late. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway. Just um, for the viewers, just so, just so the listeners know. I was I was told just a minute at like nine fifty. Yeah, I had some. It's like ten thirty. Um, yep. I, had to, I had to get some stuff done, guys. Yeah, that know. just a minute was like forty minutes. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I, I'm, I I do apologize. With no with no hey, it's going to be longer than I said. Sorry just about just that. letting people know. Just letting people know everything. <laughs> so letting them in to our unprofessionalism. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, all right, but before we get into the actual show, because you don't know what we're going to do yet, um, I will tell you in a minute, but I figure let's do AEW Corner up front, and then we can get into the show itself. Yep. Because the show we're watching is a half-hour show, so that means without commercials, it's like 20 minutes, so not that long. All right. All right. Um, so AEW Corner, um, we're, let's, I guess we can just start with, did you see the big news of like AEW-related Weirdness that's happening? No. Uh, apparently on WrestleMania weekend, Chris Jericho is going to be on the WWE Network as part of the Broken Skull um, podcast series with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Really? Yep. On re- in WrestleMania weekend. Like, he'll be on the Peacock whatever network. How the hell does that work? Uh, there's been a lot of talk about it. Like, Triple H has basically come out and said, nope, we said we were open for business and we meant it. Vince was cool with it. Like, he gave Austin the thumbs up. So, yeah, that's what's happening. I don't know how much they're going to discuss AEW, but it's happening. What? Yeah. How? What? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, how does it even yeah. happen? I don't, I don't know. I, I, that's all the information they've given us. Like, Jericho put it up on Instagram that he kicked in the forbidden door. Which yeah, I think is, I'd say so. I would say that's fair. Yeah. And, yeah, like I, there's nothing to really compare this to. It's not, you know. I mean, it's hilarious. If, I mean, this is, this is a big deal, but like, I mean, it'll be really funny if he's on the show and they just talk about literally just his WCW and WWE stuff and don't even bring up what he's doing currently. Right. They they pull an AJ Styles where they just yeah. never even mention never even bring it up. Uh, well, we'll have to see. I'm I'm interested to actually see the thing. Yeah, um, me too. So I'll have to see what happens. But yeah, there that I think that's the biggest news that's outside the actual what happened on Dynamite this week. So I mean I have some pretty big news as well. well okay, what news do you have? My news is that I think it's official that Tony Khan loves huh? factions more than I do. <laughs> I was gonna say that. It's like he heard us as like, oh, you need more factions? Here we go with more factions. I didn't say I needed more factions. I just said I love factions. Oh, yeah. No, Tony Khan definitely 
is like right there with you on the faction love. Like maybe no. a little bit more. It's more. <laughs> it's more. I don't need factions out of no names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's see how, where they go with it. I think, like, I think the overall ex- I was going to talk about it in, in like order, but it doesn't matter. The overall exhibition match turned out pretty good, I think, as far as like QT's character goes, punching out Anderson, you know, that gets you a lot of heat just for because yep. how dare you? But the idea that it immediately morphs into a splitting of the Nightmare family and becomes a new faction, that's going to be it, it's definitely a lot of factions at this point. Yeah. So I wonder if when they were going over everything mm-hmm. and they were like, all right, QT, you're going you're gonna to punch Anderson in the face. And you're just like, it would be an honor. <laughs> One can hope that that's what they said. Just look, just look down right in the face and go, it would be an honor. <laughs> oh. So I know this is AEW corner, but this affects our podcast, so I think I'll mention it here. Um, another big piece of news for the network is that I guess they're removing a bunch of content from the WWE backlog. Like Peacock uh, is going through and removing stuff, which bugged me, especially because I didn't finish watching WCW all the way through, and now I'm afraid what are they going to remove that I'm not going to be able to watch. Yeah. So... It is what it is. Some of the stuff they're moving, I get it. It's like, you know, more racially charged stuff that is probably not a good idea. They're, the famous DX skit where they're in blackface, probably not a good look in 2021, but I'm yeah. afraid of all the other stuff they could remove um, that would just sort of leave big holes in the backlog. So, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see as far as that goes. Um, but yeah, getting back to AW Corner, I've been like dying all week to just know what you think about the uh, Kazarian Christian Cage match. Eh. Oh, dude. I knew you were gonna go. Eh. That was a mad classic, dude. That was that was. Are great you joking? Match. Yeah. Are you high? No, I'm not high. That was awesome. Like, what? Yes, you didn't. How do you not enjoy it? Like they told an awesome story. They built it up. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Christian looked like he was gonna fall over like Biden when he was going under the top rope. <laughs> yeah, and like I would, there was some ring rust, but I think the overall match was really good. And for like, I've heard a lot of positive so far. I would uh, say it was good. I wouldn't say it was a classic. I, man, it was, it was some of the best Matt wrestling I've seen in a while. Like, it's just, you don't see that anymore. Like, for me, what I liked about it so much was the fact that I, and I'm not against anything that goes on AEW, but they don't have that. They don't have guys that go out there and grapple like that for 20 minutes. It's just not who they, they don't have that, you know, that, that flavor of wrestling, basically. So to see it is like, oh, good, that adds just another layer of stuff that you can now see on AEW, along with the high flying stuff along with the hardcore wrestling along with the tag matches. Like it literally adds just another layer to, as Dusty Rhodes said, the buffet of wrestling that you get from AEW. Yeah. So, but clearly you were not impressed. I, I, you know, teach his own. I get it. Believe like, as we've talked many times about women wrestling in AEW and my, and my, you know, lackluster, yeah, um, it was terrible by any means. Like, it was a good match. I just, right. I'm not creaming over it like you seem to be. 
Um, let's see, what else happened? There was, I mean, can we get to the part where I cream? Yeah, I'm assuming that's the pinnacle and inner circle, but am oh. I wrong or something else? <laughs> that was awesome. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there we go. I knew it. Because oh. it was factions fighting each other. I knew it was like, oh, pyramids. Yeah. Oh, I like I will before we get into the whole giant kerfuffle, I do love the just the comedy of MJF opening that door yeah. in the bathroom <laughs> and then closing it right away. Like that was perfectly timed. That was hilarious. <laughs> Just go the other way. Opens the door. Hey, is just standing there. Oh, uh, but yeah. I, there's only okay. So this is not me criticizing. This is just me saying there was one thing that's like, oh, that. I feel like he should have bled when they put MJF through the oh, soda. Yeah. I feel like he should have bled at that point. But you know, that's like that's eight A plus. It's not like you know a big deal. I just said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought that too when I saw. It. I was like, oh, I'm surprised he wasn't bleeding there. Yeah, but to be fair, yeah. I was gonna say Arwood might have bled it up for all of them. That's good. Yeah, Dax definitely made up for it. With I didn't see how he got opened up. I don't think he got on camera. I but he definitely got opened up, and it did not look like it was intentional. So no, I don't think it was, dude. Can we just talk just for like a few seconds? Yeah, about the badass that is Sammy G. Yeah, and like. Is how awesome it was. Like him and Spears, I think is going to end up being awesome when they yeah. inevitably wrestle. However, that fight where they were going back and forth, and like it ended with Sammy G just like taking the door and just slamming it into Spears' head. Yeah, how badass did that motherfucker look? I also appreciate like whenever a guy can hit his like in a street fight scenario, hit his finisher, and it doesn't look completely stupid. Yeah. Like, it, and it's just a, a function of what kind of finisher he has, that it's a knee so he can hit it and it doesn't look stupid outside the ring. But Oh, it was so good. Yeah, no, it was, like, as much as I knew you'd probably be lukewarm on the new faction, I was like, oh, but this is the kind of faction stuff that he loves. Here we go. Let's, and clearly they're going to do blood and guts. You don't do that kind of big brawl without ending with some kind of massive over-the-top you know, match. Wow, it's gonna be so amazing. Yep, I can't wait to see more. Um, let me see what else did they do. I'm just trying to think if anything else sticks out really. Um, no. Oh, yeah. I point out one other thing about the kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. I love that everyone got laid out, basically except for well, Wardlow got laid out, but I like that everyone got laid out, but Wardlow was still moving after he got laid out. Yeah, whereas everyone else was just out. Yeah, that's that is a um. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I'm sorry, I was thinking about something else, but it's kind of similar to what you just said. Yeah, it, that's a great way to keep Wardlow like strong even after getting beat up. Is yeah. like, that he's so badass that yeah, he's still moving even after everybody's been got the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, and, taken out by Hager. Yeah, and the man still moves. Yeah. So I also wanted to. That was something I wanted to point out, and I. That's what it because it was like protecting somebody even in a losing effort. I wanted to point out something that um, I noticed in the Christian and uh, Kazarian match. I think it's a really good psychological thing. When Kazarian hit the flux capacitor, the fact that he like instead of going right for the pin, 
you know, like celebrates for that second. So that when Christian kicks out, it doesn't make his finisher look stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I just wanted to point out that bit of psychology because like that's that's some good psychology. That's something you really need to learn from as far as like selling moves and making sure your move doesn't look like it's easily kick outable. It's just doing those yeah, little okay. things. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I was like, oh yeah, that was good psychology. But, like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still wasn't as good as I think it is. Uh, um, Kenny Omega and uh, the Good Brothers. That was yeah. Good, yeah. That was kind of the other end of the spectrum as far as like style of match compared to the first <laughs> obviously. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't have anything to complain about there. It is kind of weird, or like, like I don't know if they're setting up to replace Death Triangle with this Luchador faction, or if, uh, I think he's just a replacement while Pac's injured. I think, or whatever's going on with him. That's what it, like that's what they talk about. But then, like when they do their interviews, it sounds like they're talking about the three of them and not Death Triangle. So it's just I'm I'm just gonna be interested to see what happens. That's true too. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's gonna be Death Triangle with four people. Death Square. Oh. Angle in it. They'll call it like Death Rectangle. Death Rectangle. And then no. we finally get um to see the Young Bucks with John Moxley. Do you do you think the Young Bucks are gonna betray Moxley, or do you think that it's gonna be like what it seems to be. God, I mean, I would imagine it's what it seems to be, but like at the same time, how disgusting would that be? Yeah, I. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm really interested to see because, like, yeah, you can go one or two ways, and uh, both are good to me. So let's see what happens. Yeah. I also this this isn't something that's real, but I wanted to point out because I almost like they almost got me. Um, one of the dirt sheets that I follow uh, for news and stuff on April 1st, and only at the last minute did I realize it was April 1st, put up a thing that said Brock Lesnar had signed with AEW. Lol. And, but, like, it, it got me to the point where I was about to text you, and I was like, now I'm officially concerned for AEW, which I would be if that had actually happened. Um, but no, yeah, or, no. And I was like, oh, wait, it's April 1st. Fuck you guys. Yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> So they no, if something like that were to actually happen, I would I would legitimately fear for fear for that company. Yeah, like but. that that definitely like I said, that would be enough to get me afraid, which is it's a pretty big test because I'm a very chill person a lot of the yeah. time. But um yeah, I think that's that's everything that pops into my head. I think that covers a lot of what happened. There's obviously other stuff. Um anything yeah. else you want to talk about from AEW before we get into the actual show? No, I mean, we pretty much covered all of it. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. I can't under I can't understate, though. Even though it wasn't, like, a particularly, like, crazy long segment or anything. Right. I can't understate just how clean that, that like, brawl was. Yeah. Just how good of a backstage brawl that was. Oh, I feel like we I got that. Like, I don't know. This just, it literally... Slip my mind, but we have to talk about the fact that Trent and Chris Statlander made their return at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. I think the match, Dude, I over, love that. That was great. Yeah, I think the match overall worked out pretty well for a gimmick match. I think they've had pretty good yeah. success with new gimmick matches not being stupid 
but actually, you know, keeping the story going. Um, oh, man, I love that. Yeah. Trent's mom rides up in the van. Trent gets out, gets a kiss from mom, and she tells him, have fun at wrestling with your friends. <laughs> that's, that's literally what happened. Um, have fun playing the wrestling, son. I, I'll pick you up when you're done. Like, I wonder what this means, because it feels like that, that was the end of the th- that was the end of the rivalry between these two. Yeah. So I'm guessing the next step is Miro just being done with Kip Sabian. Is the yeah, next thing I, would, I would imagine so. But um, yeah, so we'll have to see how it goes. I, like I said, I think as far as the gimmick match goes, I found it really funny with the teddy bear full of Legos and <laughs> Tony Schiavone, who has like 30,000 kids, being like, have you ever stepped in a Lego? No, you do not want to fall on the Lego. So, <laughs> so yeah, overall, a just really good show. I don't think there was anything in it that I was like, yeah, that I sort of zoned out on. I was really enjoying the whole thing. So, no, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. That's I just, I just, yeah, I just can't. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel bad saying no names. Yeah, but like. I, I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. But the whole fat, the new, I mean, the QT-led factions. Yeah, uh, the handful of guys that followed them—they physically looked impressive enough. But yeah, I have absolutely no investment on who they are, other than they were just well, part of that faction. Yeah, they're all basically like jobbers on dark. Yeah, so we'll have to. Like I said, yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not a good idea. Uh, but it, it has zero heat starting off. It's got to build its own heat going forward and just basically start zero and build up. So yeah. it's a tall order, but we'll see what can happen. You know? All right. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to be watching today, I figure we'll just do a watch along because why the hell not? Um, I, yeah. I originally had a different show in mind, but, of course, that had been taken down from Netflix, so I found something else that we're going to watch. Um, you're yeah. going to... We're gonna search on Netflix for Goosebumps, and oh. we're going. I'm just. I don't have a really big connection with the show, so I literally just went to season one, picked the first episode on season one. Make sure you go to season one because it starts you off on the specials, and uh, the episode should be the girl who cried monster. So I see. Yeah. So that's where you're going with it. Yeah. I like I said, I had a different show that was um, that's completely different. Uh, that is just horribly cringy, and this might be cringy too, but that's not on Netflix anymore, so I picked this one, because it's like, this is a show from my childhood I have not seen, so let's watch this and see how bad it is. So, by the way... Yeah, we'll see how it holds up. Yeah, for the listeners that are, um, you know, watching along with us, that was the idea. We we wanted to pick a show from our childhood and see how it holds up. Um, I don't want to give away what I was going to do because we might still do it at some point, and I want that to be a surprise because it is truly horrible. But I think Goosebumps is a good substitute, so that's what we're going to watch. And I'm just going to get everything ready here. All right, so whenever you're ready, we can do the count. Here we are. Season one. Girl Who Cried Monster. Here we are. All right, ready to go? Yep. Okay, and so we're at zero. We're not going to do skip intro because we might as well watch it. And we're going to hit play yeah. in three, two, one, play. I will say, this might be a little weird. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, we'll just have to see how it goes. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Takes you back right there, the papers. And the oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Yep. I, I've watched uh, like a few episodes of this just because like I did watch it as a kid. And yes, the opening totally takes me back. Whether or not the episodes do or not, that's another story. I think it depends on the episode, honestly. Yeah. yeah I thought about like, doing... the special, like the living dummy one in particular, obviously is like a... Yeah. I thought about doing one episode that I definitely do specifically remember, but it's a two-parter, so I didn't want to do that. Um, yeah. But maybe at some other point, if this works out, we'll do more Goosebumps coming down the line. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Goosebumps. Oh. Oh, just to give you a heads up yeah. of, I guess, just to throw it out there, the show that I was looking for, don't know how easily we'll be able to find it. Mm -hmm. it is a kind of old show. But, like, it was, it's, a, it's a show. It was on, like, WB or something. Right. And it was called, like, Knights of Tear Delone or some crap like that. Oh. And it was basically, like, medieval Power Rangers. Okay. Well, yeah, because I was going Power Ranger type thing myself. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell people to see now. Um, it's called Big Bad Beetleborgs. Which, oh, yeah. Which um, I watched it a lot as a kid. I watched, tried to watch the pilot, couldn't get through, like, ten minutes. It's that cringy to watch it now. But, of course, Netflix took it down the moment I wanted to watch it. It had been up there for years, and they just decided to uh, go home. So That's too bad. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Stuff. Yeah, I don't think, well, if you watched it, I don't think you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this. Why did I think this was good? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, I'm pretty sure, just going based on the um, title of the episode, this is the girl that is going to cry monster. <laughs> Ah, uh, there she goes, crying monster. Yeah. What a horrible person. Her too, for the love of God. As an older sibling, I would have totally done this, by the way. I wouldn't. <laughs> Were you an older sibling? Yes. Well, then you're not a very good one. <laughs> no, I just know I would get in trouble. I don't feel like dealing with that. That's true. That is a good point. You would get in trouble. Yeah. It's just a joke, Mom. God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't you have Reading Rangers? Yeah, what everybody went to Reading Rangers all the time. Yeah, everyone. Black Beauty is a horrible book. That's not fair. I've never actually read it, but I I remember the movie being very boring to the point where I never finished it. Yeah. Lucy, obviously you would much rather have a horror book. Why don't you grab one of those? <laughs> what makes you think? I heard Goosebumps is pretty good. <laughs> That'd be really funny if like every episode of Goosebumps is literally just a like commercial for the book. Yeah, like a goosebumpception. Yep, she went for Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh man. That's a I don't know how we would do that, but I would love to do some Mel Brooks on this show. Like That'd be tough to do, but we should be, we can do it. I think that I don't know, because 
it's always hard to talk over comedy. So I think we'd have to do like a, we would watch it. Oh, yeah, it. Like, I'm not against talking over comedy, but I feel like we could never be as funny as what we're putting on the TV. So I feel like yeah. we must be superfluous at that point. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would love to watch some Men in Tights with you at some point. Yeah. Man, take that out of context. <laughs> I mean, that's what we do all the time. Yeah, right? Uh, talk about wrestling. People, get your mind out of the gutters. God. Dude, did you see that? This girl's a delinquent. She's see what, what she just said? No, I left my blade at the library. Oh. She's a gang member. She wants her switchblade. Got it. I mean, I also who in the right mind would go into a building that looks like that? I have to be real with you. I definitely go into a building that looks like that. I'm actually pretty sure Francis at school looked like that. Yes. So, or not Francis? I think that's more Dev actually. Yeah, I lived in that. I lived in that one. So yes, I would go into a building and and I would live in this said building. So I never lived in Dev, and I never would live in Dev. Eh, they had single rooms at the time. Yeah. That's why I got in there. Francis was awesome, though. And Living in Francis was best. Too far away for me. That's it. Uh, Actually, I think, and this is not has nothing to do with the show. We're just talking about our college life now. But I think <laughs> that's the only dorm on that campus I never lived in. I lived on all the others. Oh. I lived most of, most of college was lived on that side of campus for me. Yeah. So I spent my freshman year at Rob. Yep. My sophomore year in, uh, I forget what it was called now. Um, the one, not the one like across, not like you had Rob and the one that was next to it, but then you had the building next to that that was like large. Oh, I can't remember. I'm bad at names. I can't remember, I can't remember what it was called, but I lived there yeah. sophomore year. But then three of the five, the remaining three years that I was there was spent on the other side of campus. Two of them in Francis and one in the townhouse. Oh, oh, man. oh my God. Remember this. You... Showing you like... I'm not even joking with you. I'm showing you like eight, nine, ten Simpsons episode. No memory. This fucking episode of Goosebumps. You're like, oh yeah, of course. This one with the crickets. Why wouldn't you? No, I distinctly, distinctly remember... That dude dropping little bugs into that spider tank thing, and then him eating some. <laughs> I mean, it's been part of my, you know, porn habits for years, but I had no idea where it came from. I mean, I know, like as like a normal American kid, that's supposed to be gross, but bugs have a lot of good protein in them. Yeah. I mean, this part's a little worse when he turns into an alien. Oh, that was creepy. With the well, why did you stick your thing out like that, sir? That was unnecessary. He's making some choices as an actor there. Yeah. Oh, no, not the cricket. No, not again. I will say that's actually some pretty decent makeup, especially for a kid's show budget. Yeah, absolutely. A 90s kid show budget. That's, yeah, definitely something you have to keep in mind. No, oh, no, she fell over. Yeah, because she's a white girl in trouble. Yep. <laughs> Classic scary movie. Why is it daylight now? Oh, never mind. It's night that. What? 
Why did she come in there and it looked like it was daylight outside? Well, because um, Aurora Borealis. <laughs> uh, anybody that's a anybody that's a Simpsons fan knows exactly what joke I just made. Don't worry, we'll get to that episode eventually. Oh, because she talks about monsters all the time, they don't believe her. What? Oh. No way. Some sort of lesson that we're supposed to learn. God. Look at her talking on her phone that's actually just a phone. Why is there a wire sneaking out of the phone, Kappa? I'll prove it to you. I'll get pictures. But won't you have to get some sort of camera to take pictures? God. Do you believe in monsters? This is this is a metaphor for pedophilia. There's no way this is not Kinda. a metaphor for pedophilia. This is really creepy. <laughs> yeah. I also like you you saw that this guy's like this horrible monster and your plan is let's let's be alone with him in yeah, the library. Right? Also, she looks like she, she looks like a serial killer. I'm just gonna say it right now. She looks like she's about to kill him. Yeah, no, she definitely looks for somehow she looks more threatening than he does, which is weird yeah. because he clearly just sounded like a pedophile. Oh, there she goes, trapping her prey, setting the yep. bait so he doesn't think she's there. Yep. Now, I'm telling you, man, this is how kids capture pedophiles all the time. <laughs> you gotta turn off the lights before you get into your monster, you know, form. Excuse me, sir, spiders don't actually chew. Um, they liquefy their I mean well, let's really break this down this is a guy that's just you know trying to you know be himself like have a little bit of you know me time at the end of the day and this girl is just constantly interrupting his me time yeah right I don't feel like you have to laugh at your food. What kind of monster is he supposed to be, though, is my question. Because usually I feel like a lot of, like, goosebump stories, like monsters and stuff, come from, like, a specific kind of, like, idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they have, like, the talking dummy. They have the werewolf kind of thing. Yeah. I I honestly don't know. I, I think it's supposed to be some sort of just generic, like, maybe a alien. Oh, maybe turn off the flash before you use the frickin' yeah. Like, yeah, right? Like, what are you, a kid from 2020 that's never used the actual camera before? Come on, think it through. Okay, that seems like an escalation. 
Before he just ate bugs, but now he's going to eat a child. How come she all of a sudden doesn't know where how to get out? I, yeah, doesn't she spend a lot of time there? Yeah, like she literally, it's what is going. Yeah, she literally sounds like she leaves. Like she, I get. So I thought she was supposed to like be in this library like almost every day. It seemed like. Yeah. Now all of a sudden she doesn't know like where to go with the reading rangers, of course. And also, just from the spot's perspective, like, so you're going to go from you just look weird and are a monster to murder. Like, that's going to make your life more difficult. Yeah. Because as far as we can tell, he hasn't murdered anybody else. He's just been living in a community, eating bugs. As yeah, right. She barely moved. How did he not catch her? Well, she knows some maneuvers. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. She did list lazily to the left. <laughs> uh, now, now she knows how to get out of there. Yep. Also, you're in public. You can probably stop running. Uh, I mean, he seems to be right behind her, but never on camera. Because they yeah, don't have the budget to show him. I can't imagine the monster would be able to run through town like that. I love the computer game beeping. What you got there, dude? You got like a. I didn't have good internet. What's like a funny 90s reference to somebody that had like crazy internet back in the day? Like a, uh, nope, I'm out of my depth. I had crappy dial up internet, so I can't even make a joke there. <laughs> yeah, that's smart to tell, tell an adult as a kid that's trying to get into your home. My parents aren't here right now. Not just an adult, an adult that tried to murder you and was going to eat you. Also, that you think that screen door in any way is going to stop him if he wants to get in there. The kid logic here is amazing. It's another good lesson. Don't let strangers into your house. God. The show is teaching me so much. <laughs> That's that. I'm never going back. Part two of this episode was on Catch a Predator. Okay, Mom, Dad, he's got to take me to the photo hut, and we're going to drop off this film, and then in two to six weeks, I got proof of that guy being a monster. Because that's how film used to work. I, 
so I will say the one thing I don't understand is like most likely. Oh wait. I'm just waiting to figure out what you were talking about. Uh oh. I bet she like, <laughs> I bet she like leaves the picture or whatever on the ground or some crap and loses it. By the way, the fact that the little brother knocked the pictures out of her hand is exactly why you torture little brothers. What is wrong with you people? These are the worst parents in history. I don't care if your daughter thinks this dude's a monster or not. The fact that an adult man, like, went out of his way just to bring a book bag when he could have just left it in the library and she had grabbed it the next day. Right. And let's let's just, if we're, we're going to put logic into this, let's just point out your, you know, pre-teenage teenage girl is uncomfortable around this other adult. Stop letting her be around that adult. Yeah, seriously. Like, what is wrong with you? <clears throat> She's just overreacting just because he's a little creepy. <laughs> and sees her all the time. Yep, alone in a dark castle-like room. What I like? Oh God! It is so frustrating. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're definitely coming at it with more logic than they ever had to expect from their audience. Yeah. So, off for Mister Morgan Paul. Feel like we're about to see the twist. Oh, here we go. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, so the other, he's a monster too, though. Yeah, so the parents apparently are, are monsters that eat whatever kind of monster he is. Right. Because, of course, they are. It's goosebumps. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, I guess because they're lizards and he's a bug. Yeah, I, that's what it seems like. And this is the first time they're learning this about their parents. So you were aware of this the whole time. Just... I forgot that... about that part. Yeah. Well, okay, this is what's bugging me now. Is like, are these based on the book or do they write them for TV? Because if it's based on a book, this is kind of sloppy writing, even for a kid's yeah, book. I don't know. Like, only because her whole reaction up until this scene makes no sense if she knows that her. Yeah, are a monster. I 
I bet it's Uncle Chuck. Luckily, bug people don't have a lot of blood in them. Yeah, right? You can't keep going. Ah, there we go. I thought for sure they were going to eat that young child. <laughs> Why is that so funny? As the only person that's part of this family, why is it so funny that you're laughing about being high? Silly parents, you know I'm grooming him to, to be my dinner later when I'm an adult. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Which, that was cool. Uh, I forgot. The, I, I like these. I forgot that these were. Yeah. I, I'll say, before we get into the whole episode, I will say that I feel like we can definitely do more of these, because that was pretty cool. Yeah, so. Absolutely. It's so, no tear de la 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 but... Or Beetleborgs, but yeah, no, it's definitely fun and it's definitely cheesy. Yeah. Um, I, like, because we're, yeah, we're just so much past the age when this was supposed to, we were supposed to be watching this. I really would want to know, like, if kids today watch this, would it be effective on them? Because... Yeah, I don't know. I remember it being creepy to me, but I wonder if, like, at this point, like, kids would just be like... It, you know, too cheesy, the effects wouldn't work on them, whatever. It wouldn't uh, surprise me, honestly. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you show this to a five-year-old and he's just like, what the fuck's this shit? Yeah. Get out of I here, mean, I, got, I got crack to sell and bitches to lay. I gotta go watch people play Minecraft on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Uh <laughs> Honestly, I know a lot of people do that. That's something I, I still don't get. I'm, and I don't begrudge anybody, but it's not something I ever do. I only ever use YouTube for video games if I'm trying to figure something out for myself. Nah. But, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think as far as like holding up, I don't think without doing this that I would sit down and just watch Goosebumps. And I watch a lot of shows when I'm a kid just because. And I don't think this would um, be something I would sit down and just watch for no reason. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, so I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I think that should about do it. I mean, 11.15, I told you, I will get us out of here right about the normal time we usually do this. So uh, I guess I'll just say, hey, everybody, follow us on Chaos Pod Show on Twitter. Uh, write the show, chaospodshow at gmail.com. You can follow me at LastGillChris1. And um, big thanks to Eric Bowman for our theme song. Join us next week for, well, on Monday, another episode of Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. And then on Wednesday, we'll have to see. I feel like it might be a Simpsons episode just because I have an, I have a Simpsons episode in my head. And I have yeah. to get out of my head to have other ideas. So I think we're going to end up doing a Simpsons episode just because I want to get that out of my head. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say to the people before we go? Dingo, dongo, bingo, bongo. Do you, like, write these down on, like, a notebook? Nope. <laughs> All righty. Well, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>